Why did God create mothers? What joys and challenges do moms experience as they raise their children? What's it like for a working mom to become a stay-at-home mom? Why are mothers important throughout their child's lives? And how can we celebrate moms? Join us today as we present our Family Shield Mother's Day special. My guest is Faith Spellbring. Stay tuned. You won't want to miss today's program. Welcome, Faith. Thanks so much for being our guest today. I am so thrilled to be here. Well, it is great to have you. Tell our listeners about your family. I am the mom of four loud, crazy, wonderful children. Um, Anna is in fourth grade. Um, She's exactly like her daddy. Very responsible, punctual. If everyone had this as a first child, everyone would have a million children. (laughs) Until you get number two, and then they are entirely different. Um, My second is in second grade. Uh, She's a carbon copy of me. She's energetic and silly. Um, She has a lot of love to share. She's very creative. Um, They are very similar, my oldest two, and uh, polar opposites at the same time. Mm -hmm. One, my oldest, you never have to remind her of anything, and she's already done what you're going to ask her before you ask. And my second one, you can remind her a million times, and she'll still forget something at home. Um, My third is our only boy. He just turned five. And he embodies my side of the family. He's very loud and goofy and impulsive and trying to work on becoming a first-time listener and uh, trying our patience and giving us a lot of giggles and love along the way as well. And our youngest is two and a half. Uh, She's the great equalizer. If there's an argument in the house, you send her in and uh, everyone ends up laughing and giggling. She's just now finding out that she has her own will and that she can get what she wants if she persists hard enough and long enough. So uh, testing some limits, but it's a joy and they're all cuddly and wonderful and sweet. That is awesome. Tell us about your husband. My husband, oh my goodness, what a phenomenal man. Uh, He is a pastor now. When we met, he was an engineer who was eventually going to be a pastor. Uh, We both sort of knew that going into it. Um, and we, his first uh, church that he served was in California, and we came here about a year and a half ago to St. Louis for him to pastor his second congregation. And I have loved seeing what God is doing with his ministry. He's a phenomenal dad, very supportive husband, and really just wants to make a difference in people's lives and be of good service to the Lord. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this is our Mother's Day special. So tell me what you like best about being a mom. Oh, I have wanted to be a mom of a lot of kids since I was little. So it really is uh, hopes and dreams come alive in these kiddos with lots of surprises along the way. I love when you see them finally get something that you've been trying to teach them. It's very rewarding. They're so proud of themselves. I love the kisses and the cuddles and the singing and the volume and the energy in the house. Um, I love getting to know other families through the friends that they're making. Mm -hmm. So we get friends because they're making friends. And um, I love when we pray together and when I tuck them in at night and, and give them a million more kisses before they shut their eyes, hopefully quietly and well the first time. (laughs) That's neat. That's neat. You uh, mentioned to me that uh, the first two 
were easy, but when you had your third child, it was hard? Absolutely. I don't know uh, if it was moving from man-on-man defense to zone defense that threw us for a loop, but um, the first one was a breeze. You just sort of pack them along wherever you go. The second one, you're you're juggling two at two different stages of life. And we added our third when the others were still very, very needy mm-hmm. of us and needing our time. And having three at different developmental levels really challenged us as parents to try to meet their needs and diaper one and help someone else go to the potty um, before you have an accident and then help the other one with homework and everyone needing you all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was a real stretch for us. And to do that on less and less sleep with every added child yeah. and then when illness comes and goes from person to person to person, it, it can be really draining. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to ask you what the greatest challenges that you face as a mom. You kind of mentioned a few there. Do you have anything else you would say uh, the challenges of being a mom? Wow. I think the challenges are knowing how to parent each child. Uh, some of the tactics will work with every child, mm-hmm. but they're also very different. They are. And I, I don't want to compare them to one another unfairly, um, but... I just try really hard to meet each at their emotional level and their skill level, and the juggle is quite a challenge. And I just try not to yell. Not yelling is a good day if I can hold back from yelling. I remember well. I'm sure my my daughter would remember. Maybe she wouldn't. But (laughs) What's good about being a mom or a dad when you're doing the best you can is when they get older, they forget the the. The things like that. But one of the things that I always say to parents is learn to say you're sorry because the children will learn so quickly to forgive you. And we do need to have homes that are full of forgiveness. And the only way we get that forgiveness is to admit when we make mistakes. Absolutely. When you model that for your children, you're not only teaching them how to do it, but you're also admitting to them, I'm not perfect Mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. So that big mom and dad up on a pedestal that will come crashing to a halt when they're Absolutely. teenagers. You know, you don't get built up so much and disappoint them later. You just, you're real and you're honest with them mm-hmm. from the get-go. Yeah. That's really important. I think it is too. Well, you uh, are lucky uh, that you were, and I'm sure you love this too, you were a working mom with four children and uh, now have transitioned to be able to be a stay-at-home mom with four children. Tell us a little bit about the changes that that uh, made in your life. How is it different? I, I know a working mom with young children, they're very challenged. And I, I did Absolutely. interview uh, a mom uh, just a few months ago that uh, works full-time and has two young children in the home. But t- talk just a minute about the changes that happened good or bad, related to being able to be working with children and now being able to stay home with them? I've always wanted a good number of children. I'm very happy with four. I think we're good to go now. <laughs> um, but as a working mom, I actually always wanted to be a working mom. Mm. Uh, I am a director of Christian education um, by Education and Trade, um, and I love serving in the church. I always wanted to be a lifelong worker. Um, God changed the desires of my heart uh, once about three, the number three came along, uh, and the juggle got really difficult as a working mom. Still loved my job, still loved going to it, and my kids actually loved my job. 
I remember my oldest, when we were talking about me becoming a stay-at-home mom, she said, Mom, I'm, I'm really proud of you and the work that you do. And that was very fulfilling yeah. for me to hear. I could have kept going as a working mom, but for me, um, my job was phenomenal, but it also kept me traveling a lot. I was able to work at home sometimes with a full-time care provider at home, uh, something that our uh, company required if you were working mom at home. And uh, I was too far from the office to go in. So we had a care provider at home. And some of the challenges for me as a working mom was overhearing the fun going on and not being part of it uh-huh. during the workday. I was so glad to be able to be at home and hear them having a good time. I could hear if the child care provider was doing a good job or not, mm-hmm. if my kids were doing a good job or not. Um, but that was definitely a challenge, missing some of those wonderful moments and uh, finding Child care was one of the most stressful things. We moved uh, when my first was a year old Mm. here to St. Louis from Los Angeles so my husband could become a pastor. He entered seminary. And during those years, we found, we we searched everywhere. And to drop your child off somewhere where you're not, where you know they're going to be alive when you get there at the end of the day, but you don't know how many hugs they'll get Mm -hmm. during the day is a really sad thing. For a hands-on mom yeah. uh, to to deal with, and so I would often cry on my way to work. Um, but my mom worked when I was young, uh, and she had times as a stay-at-home mom. Uh-huh. And I have a fabulous relationship with my mom, yeah. and that always comforted me, knowing working moms can have wonderful relationships with their kids. Absolutely. Some of the challenges now as a stay-at-home mom, uh, when I was working, my kids I could enroll them in anything. They could do ballet, they could do soccer, because we could afford it on two incomes. And now they get more mom, (laughs) but they have less activities uh, going on, Uh which actually can also be a blessing. So the schedule's not so hectic, but I would really love to enroll my son in karate, but woo, lessons, you know, monthly bills pile up and it's not in the cards now, maybe someday, Mm -hmm. but right now mom's at home and and the kids love that too, which is, which is nice. You'll never be able to take those years back, and they go so quickly. I was a stay-at-home mom for, well, let's see. I didn't go to work until my youngest was 10. So my oldest was 18 at the time. So, you know, the two older ones never knew me working when they were little. Right. And I would never give up those years. And I always said when I went to work that I'll have plenty of years. I've been working more than 25 years, plenty of years to work. But you'll never get those years back, and spending time with them is important. And, yeah, when you're a stay-at-home mom, you don't have the money that the moms that are working have. I, I, I can see that uh, that could be sometimes difficult, but as you said, you can make the best of it. Absolutely. And there are other rewards that you Absolutely. get as a working mom that you don't as a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Um, adult conversation is very rewarding. Um, <laughs> bosses being proud of the work that you do is also very rewarding. Um, my bosses had a lot of respect for me and I for them, and I cherished that. And now I go home and, you know, people are wiping their noses on me, and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I've become a tissue overnight. Uh, but I think I see in their la- I hear in their laughter and I see in their eyes there is reward there. It just looks a lot different than when I was a working mom. Sure, sure, that's right. Well, what are some of the ways you share your faith with your children as a as a Christian mom? You want to help them come to know their Savior Jesus, 
but, you know, what do you do to help them? And I know they're different ages, so you might have different uh, thoughts about that depending on their age. Well, someone might think that for a pastor's family, this would be a layup, a really easy thing. But I assure you that is far from the truth. Sometimes it's even harder for a pastor's family because kids spend a lot of time at church already. And I never want my children to resent that, but I can't control their emotions. So we we try to, um, I definitely make sure we go to church every Sunday, even the hard Sundays, even the embarrassing Sundays when they're being loud and unruly in church. We are there because it's good for, well, I need it as a mom to be a good mom, uh, but they need it in order to learn the faith, to learn how to sit through an hour plus long worship service, uh, to hear the word of God poured over you constantly with a community of believers who love you and who are there to support you and who need you also. Uh, That's important. I want them to be part of a community. Um, We also go to Sunday school on Sunday mornings, but apart from that, We really try to teach the kids through all the learning moments of life, uh, the grace and the mercy of our Lord and Savior, uh, and also his word and how we should be acting as Christians, how we want to be acting as Christians. When when we know the love of our God, we really do uh, desire to live the way he wants to. But our favorite thing to do uh, in the evenings, we have a little children's Bible book, gorgeous pictures from Concordia Publishing House. Um, And we just work through one Bible story every night. Daddy usually reads it. If he's at work, I'll read it. Um, And we have my first hymnals for the kiddos to sort of learn into what they experience at church. And they get to pick the songs. So we we read our Bible story together. They pick what songs we'll do. And for those that read, they sing along. And for those that don't, I have a box of instruments, hand chimes, drums, shakers, and they play the music mm-hmm. while everybody else sings, and then they'll learn the songs oh, nice. as we go. Yeah. So we do family devotions. We we, tr- we shoot for every evening, and uh, we have a great time together in the Word. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm going to make some announcements, and then we'll come back and continue talking about um, being a mom and our Mother's Day special. Today, Family Shield is giving away two booklets, A Matter of Time, Taking Control of Your Life, and Parenting Families. To receive... Your free booklets call the Family Shield Response Center, 1-877-250-8416, or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. Don't forget, if you email us, or even when you call, to give us your complete name and address. Those booklets will be mailed to you. We encourage you to share a message with us about how the program has helped equip you, a prayer request or send a donation to support Family Shield's radio program that's aired on 53 stations throughout the United States. Send your messages or your support to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. You can also reach us on Facebook and again at the email address witness2family at gmail.com. Now I want to go back to our program with Faith Spellbring. She's been talking about her family, her four children, her husband. And uh, we just finished talking briefly about how they share faith in the home. I just had a couple Bible verses. I want to just read one of them, which I think you're already uh, helping your children to learn. But from 2 Timothy 3.15, and that from childhood, 
You have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Uh, it's, a, it's a verse that we need to help our children know their Savior from the time they're very little. And, uh, and you're doing that with your children as well. I'm sure you also uh, have prayers uh, at the meal. I was just thinking um, we just took our son-in-law and his family out because he just got his vicarage call. And there were probably 12 people at the table. And uh, his uncle said to our youngest grandson, Luke, hey, Luke, why don't you say the prayer for dinner? And he was kidding. But they share, they take turns praying at their uh, at their meals, and Luke didn't know he was kidding, and he said a little short prayer. It was pretty Aww. short. Thank you, God, for the food. But <laughs> but we were like, wow, look at that. Isn't that, that's just wonderful to see the children uh, expressing their faith. Absolutely. And even if it's simple, um, sometimes the most simple prayers from an adult, uh, you know, are deep within your soul, you know, touch you. And um, so a little child, too, there's just something about the faith of a child that is inspiring. It is. And gives you hope for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when we talked uh, before the program, you also talked about your mother and your mother-in-law and how much they've helped you, especially as you were working, but also in your day-to-day life. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit first about your mom. Both my moms, my mom and my mother-in-law, are tremendous women. Uh, my mom, I would say her number one greatest attribute is her faith in God. It has it is unwavering. Um, it has stood up against great odds. Uh, she had a, a very difficult childhood, and um, she never gave up on her faith. God never gave up on her, and she passed that down to us. Mm-hmm. Um, what she lived through and the courage that she has and the life that she provides for me, for my sisters— uh, growing up and even now as we're grown and have our own families is tremendous. She is my hero. Oh, that's neat. She's fun. She would play with us. Uh-huh. She was. She worked. She went to school. Uh, I remember studying at the dining room table, books everywhere with my mom, she, her studying her college material, me, my junior high and high school material. And um, she is an incredibly hard worker. She, she, just, she doesn't rest. She just works to serve others and is joyful about it. And it's awesome. Yeah, she's neat. And my mother-in-law is very, they're very similar people, actually. They're very different, but they're also very similar. They, um, they're very dedicated to their family. My mother-in-law is a phenomenal cook. I call her with questions all the time. I am not a phenomenal (laughs) cook, Um, but she has, she's a beautiful homemaker. She worked as a teacher as well, but she creates an atmosphere in her home where people know they're welcome and loved. She can set a meal around which people will chat and connect. And it's really inspiring for me as a stay-at-home mom to try to create an environment uh, where the family thrives mm-hmm. um, to be healthy and uh, positive no matter what life throws our way. That is awesome. That is awesome that uh, you have a great relationship with your mother and your mother-in-law because you and I know a lot of times People don't have great relationships with in-laws. Or maybe there are children, grown children, that didn't have a good relationship with their mother. Or maybe there are mothers that don't have good relationships with their children, our loved ones. Let's talk for a minute about um, 
it's our Mother's Day special. But some mothers don't have the experience you've had. And I had a great mom as well. Right. When you told me about your mom, I'm like, well, that you said she was the best mom ever. ever. And I said, oh, I just oh, We could probably argue over that one. <laughs> <laughs> because mine, mine was the best, but mine is right. with the Lord but, now. But uh, for uh, when you celebrate Mother's Day, for a lot of people, that's a painful day. Yeah. And I, I think that's what we want to just spend a minute on the fact that um, Mother's Day or holidays in general can be difficult for people. Um, what, you know, what would you share with a mom that's listening right now that maybe doesn't have a good relationship with her children or grandchildren? Right. And there are so many reasons why Mother's Day would be painful. Mm-hmm. It could be that there is a broken relationship with a mother or a child. Um, it could also be that you miss a uh, a mother who's passed away or a child who has passed away. It could also be that you desire so strongly to be a mom, but have never been able to be a mom, mm-hmm. um, never been able to get pregnant or um, you, you haven't been given that family unit that you desire so much. So there's a lot of reasons uh, why Mother's Day could be painful. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really thankful that I have my church Uh, when life gets painful like that, Uh, because I find something, a huge blessing in having a community of people who care about one another uh, and who serve the Lord, because I find relationships there. I find help for what to do when your relationships are strained um, in God's word and uh, in the community of believers who pay attention to God's word. It's very encouraging. I also find... um, that a lot of people who are in church provide those relationships for one another. Um, one of my best friends is single, never been married, never had a kid. I don't know if she wants to get married. I think she's open to the prospect, but it's just not happening for her. And um, she has been so mothering to my children. Mm-hmm. She's the godmother, one of the godmothers of all four of them. And uh, she loves them to pieces. She would bleed for these kiddos. And just because she's never biologically been a mother, uh, she is definitely someone we praise God for on Mother's Day mm-hmm. because she owns part of that relationship in our family. There are a lot of people out there who maybe who are, have gone through a divorce situation where they don't get their kids and get to mother their kids the way they want to or as much as they want to. Um, and yet they are vital people in the lives of not only their own kids, but everyone else, all the kids in their lives. We can we can even mother each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do without the moms in my life giving me support, my friends who are moms, being able to support me with their mother's heart and uh, needing something from me that I can provide to them with my mother's heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think when you take biology out of the equation – there are a lot more mothers out there oh, that's a good point. Than, than we know about. But to the hurting mom, to the mom whose heart is broken, to the woman who wants to be a mom and can't, uh, to the person whose children are not following the ways that they taught them, I would say never stop praying for your children and keep your hope where it is best placed in the Lord Jesus Christ who can heal any wound who has gone to great lengths to show his love, mm-hmm. stretching out his arms on a cross to give up his life for us. Um, I remember my sister had a, a miscarriage once, and she called me, and I wasn't a mom at this point yet. 
and she called me and it broke my heart to pieces. I knew the hope that that uh, that child was going to provide uh, just in fulfilling her desire to be a mom and just to love all over someone. And I was at church at the time. I was working at a church and I ran to the sanctuary after our phone call and I was just bawling my guts out to the Lord, uh, you know, questioning, praying for comfort for her in this brokenness. And I remembered just something came over me. Thank you, Lord. Uh, He reminded me that he knows what it's like to be a parent who's lost a child. Mm. His son was sacrificed Mm. to save us all. And so he knows that deep inner hurt that uh, a mother or a father can go through over the loss of a child. Um, And he knows what strained relationships are like. That's why he let his son die is to fix the relationship we broke with him. So he is a God who seeks after us and who knows our pain intimately. And there is no pain he cannot speak into and uh, heal. It's, it may not be a quick fix. It may hurt forever, but he's always there for us. And he always takes care of us. And there is hope. Yeah. Such good thoughts, Faith. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, it, it's so uh, challenging in a way to think about how many people might not have that great mom relationship. But I love what you said in that we don't have to be biologically a mother to use our gifts of encouragement. I think God, I said at the very beginning, why did God create mothers? I think he knew children need those encouragers. And a lot of times, not always, but the mothers are more encouraging more tender with them than the dads. Sometimes are they're busier with work. And, sure, as a whole, um, in as general. A whole, yes. In general, yeah. I don't want to say, of course, not always that way. But but there, God created moms because children needed a mom and a dad. Absolutely. And um, our time is just about up, so I'm not going to ask you another question. But I had one other thought, and that is just that sometimes. There's mothers to be out there that are really, really concerned. Am I going to be able to do it? And again, just trust in the Lord and know that he walks with you. And and, uh, he's even uh, told us that he is with us and helps us and uh, touches our hearts. Uh, This is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. And I want to just let you know, again, you can learn more about Family Shield on our website, at www.familyshieldministries.com. We're giving away a couple books, and you can call or email us to receive those. My guest, is, again, has been Faith Spellbring, and we have been talking about our Mother's Day special, ta- learned about her children and husband, about her mom and mother-in-law. What a blessing it is to have uh, a great mom. And as she said earlier, they're never perfect. That's why Jesus came But we are thankful for today's program with Faith. And uh, we pray that you have a wonderful Mother's Day. This is Gay Meyer. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. 
and tune in again next week for Family Shield. 